The show you love with even more local, local news, news and more local talk. talk. The voice of the valley. The Mike Douglas Show. Now weekdays from 3 till 5. On air and online. Power Talk 1360 KFIV. Here's your host, Mike Douglas. And a wonderful Friday afternoon to you here on the Mike Douglas Show on Power Talk 1360 KFIV, heading into the Independence Day weekend. Thank you so much for joining us today. Mike Douglas here, your personal concierge for conversation as we take a look at the topics of the day that are affecting you and me right here in California's Central Valley. Well, one of the issues... That is, uh, that is affecting us is, uh, or are, gas prices, especially heading into the holiday weekend. Do you plan to uh, drive anywhere? If you're going to fly anywhere, uh, uh, our prayers are with you. We'll talk about that a little bit later on today. Just absolutely uh, incredible what's happening with the airlines. But, but think about gas prices right now. Uh, back in 2017, in their infinite wisdom, California voters approved a statewide gas tax that would increase a couple of cents each year. Well, we're, we're suffering from the effects of that. As of today, uh, gas increased another 2.8 cents per gallon. So we in California are now paying almost 54 cents per gallon for uh, taxes uh, state taxes in California, actually 53.9 cents, but who's counting? Uh, by the way, AAA says the national average right now is $4.84 per gallon. In California, its average is $6.27. Do not do you feel the pain when you go to the uh, gas station and fuel up? I'm sure you do. Just taking a look at uh, quite a few of our cities in uh, within the signal uh, footprint of the Mike Douglas show, uh, let's uh, let's go from the uh, well. There's no such thing as cheap gas anymore, but let's go from the lowest gas prices uh, in average uh, to the highest. Stanislaus County at six dollars uh, thirteen cents. San Joaquin County six point one seven. Calaveras County six point two one. Tuolumne six point two three. Merced, 6.27. Santa Clara, what are they at? Uh, 6.30. Alameda, 6.33. Contra Costa County, 6.34. Mariposa, 6.37. And Mono County, we keep watching it. They're at $7.26 per gallon. So I'm sure gas prices on your mind, right? I think they're on your mind. They're on my mind. Well, they're also on the mind of Ted Gaines from the State Board of Equalization District 1. He's the incumbent running for re-election on November 22nd. Uh, Ted Gaines, welcome to the show. Hi, Mike. How are you? Uh, d- doing doing well, except for gas prices. <laughs> they're, con- <laughs> they're, they're concerning uh, you, obviously. And, and by the way, let me, let me just uh, verify uh, District One that reaches basically from the, the the top of California on on the eastern half of the state all the way down to what parts of L.A. County and and San most Bernardino. of San Bernardino, right? Huge yeah. area. Yeah, thirty four counties. Wow, yeah, it's Amazing. a beautiful district. Though, you know, I've got the good part of California, and uh, just uh, but people are struggling. You know, a lot of folks, uh, a lot of my district is rural. 
and people have to drive long distances to get to work or get to the grocery store and these gas prices are just killing folks you know it's just you know there's no wonder uh, as to why people are moving out of the state i have uh, launched an initiative and uh, that is um, to cut the car tax that would be the vehicle license fee which is the largest portion of your registration uh, fees that you pay and it (coughs) should save folks maybe two to Two hundred to a thousand dollars, depending on the value of your car. Uh, I'm just fed up with uh, people uh, struggling in California and having to pay such high vehicle license fees compared to, say, Idaho, where it's like eighteen bucks a year. Yeah. So um, we're going to launch an initiative. Uh, we're still working on it. We have the language. We still have to get it approved through Department of Finance, the Attorney General's office. But uh, please. Um, Stay tuned, and we'll keep you updated as to what's happening, so we can gather signatures. So, what? Tell us how. I mean, looking, we were thinking about, of course, the supermajority there up in Sacramento in the hallowed halls there, and tell us the details of this. Your your proposal is to eliminate the vehicle license fee. Tell us about how you how you propose to get this by folks that I'm guessing are not going to initially want to do this. Yeah, I, I just uh, I'm I'm making the assumption that the legislature would not cooperate because uh, it would take a two thirds vote out of both houses to put it on the ballot. Uh, that is controlled. You know, both houses are controlled by supermajorities by the Democrats and. They would not be interested. If, are, if they are interested, hey, I'm willing to have the discussion. And if we can move it through the legislature, wow, that would be a lot easier than uh, you know, launching an initiative for which we're going to have to gather a million and a half signatures. Uh, you really need about a million and a half to get a million good signatures. So you have to gather more than what you actually need because they have to be qualified signatures uh, that, you, um, that you put present uh to the secretary of state so uh that's what you know it's been done before many times before probably the the biggest uh greatest one for taxpayers is prop 13 where it's been able to save people once they move into their house they can only increase the value on the property of your home after you buy it two percent per year and that's been a huge savings for homeowners over the last four decades so now we need to do it with the with cutting the car tax and eliminating that vehicle licensee. So if that's eliminated, and I, I'm just anticipating the pushback, not that I'm being cynical or anything here, but, but as uh, the the supermajority reads uh, receives that in, in Sacramento, I'm I'm anticipating they're going to say, well. How do we make up all that money? How, how do we uh, backfill it? Uh, again, what is, what's your proposal on that? How, how will that be handled? Well, it's really just uh, letting taxpayers keep more of their money. Uh, if you, we look at the last three budget years for the state of California, they've had these huge surpluses. So, um, you know, if you look two years back, um, $47 billion surplus. Last year was um, $101 billion. A portion of that came from the federal government. Uh, and this last year, it's $97 billion. So that tells me clearly that Californians are overtaxed 
and uh, we ought to be providing relief for them. And one way that I can see doing that that's enduring, I'm not, I'm not talking about a check that you get once. I want people to get savings year after year after year. And one way of attacking that is to go after the vehicle license fee. I mean, virtually everybody in California owns a car because they've got to get to work. And if you look at my district, which is rural, I mean, it is, it's essential. So why are we making it so expensive for people to get to and from school, the grocery store and work? Um, and we're already overtaxed. We know how expensive um, our, you know, we have the highest income taxes in the nation, the highest gas taxes in the nation. Uh, housing costs are incredibly high. And really, those are all government created problems. So I think it's time for people to step up and say, we're going to start dismantling some of the overtaxation that's occurring in the state. And we can start with the vehicle license fee. Well, and you, you mentioned about some other states and how much lower uh, their vehicle fees are. And I, I, we had that experience. Uh, we, we owned some property outside, uh, outside of California and we left a vehicle there and, and being good citizens we because it's there we registered it with that state and i yeah. asked them what the vehicle uh what the vehicle registration fees were going to be and they told me i said now is is now is, is that just the tax is that no that's the whole fee i about dropped over in a dead faint <laughs> i and and some people may know some people may realize this who have done this but it is just absolutely incredible how other states seem to manage to provide good services and yet not get yeah. into this draconian uh confiscatory taxation it's amazing isn't it they they probably that, that state probably has better roads than California does it does so it's like where's all this money going <laughs> absolutely <laughs> it's crazy Again, we're uh, I hate ta- to laugh at it because it makes me want to cry. Well, really. I, and and that's part that's part of the tragedy of all this. Uh, again, our guest here is Ted Gaines from uh, the Board of Equalization, uh, State of California District One, and uh, his uh, proposal to do away with the uh, vehicle license fee. It's called the California Driver Affordability Act of 2024. Where is that in in process right now, Ted? What what? Where's it at in terms of writing yeah, so and what, submission? We're, yeah, we're early at early stages, so we've got the language crafted for the initiative. Um, the next step is it has to go through the Department of Finance, and then from there it has to go to the Attorney General's office. So we've got actually several months of uh, things that we have to do before we can gather signatures. But uh, I. You know, since we have the language, I, I want to get the word out. I want people to be aware of what I'm working on. We're going to need their help. And uh, you can go to um, cutthecartax.com. It's a website, a real simple website that I've sent, set up. But uh, we need people to say, keep me updated, because we're going to have to disseminate the information and give updates in terms of what's happening with the initiative and, and gathering the signatures is going to be a huge lift. And it can be done voluntarily, but, you know, it's a huge challenge. So we're also trying to raise money uh, to make sure that we can uh, gather the signatures, have help in gathering the signatures. Um, I can give you an example of an initiative that Howard Jarvis uh, worked on. 
because um, there's a new death tax on property that you may have heard about that if you pass property on to a child or grandchild, it's now reassessed upon death of the parent or grandparent. And they were able to gather 400,000 signatures to change that initiative that passed in 2020. But they needed 1.6 million. So, you know, it, it is a huge lift. But my hope is that we create a, pri- a prairie fire, so to speak, that just goes up and down the state of California. People get fired up and they're angry enough to take action, right? And this is a good way to use your anger is let's get something done. Let's, let's, let's sign on uh, to this initiative. Let's get it on the ballot because I think you get it on the ballot and it'll, I think it crosses party lines. It doesn't matter you know, what party affiliation you are. It doesn't matter, in my opinion, whether you're left or right. Uh, people have to take a look at this and say, why are our fees so high relative to the states around us? It makes no sense. Yeah, I think there's uh, not only applied to this, but applied to a lot of things, uh, Ted, in, in terms of change. And that is until the the pain of the present exceeds the expected pain of change, oftentimes people aren't motivated. I think right now the pain of the yeah. present is such that uh, a lot of people are really fed up uh, with all of this. Again, Ted Gaines, thank you so much for joining us. Again, Ted Gaines is you, from the Board of Equalization District 1, and you've got an election coming up on November 22nd. And you had a pretty pretty wide, just very quickly, pretty wide uh, uh, birth there, right? You had, what, about 53% uh, versus, what, 22% for uh, your challenger? Yeah, I think I was 50, I think about 55 for the primary, uh, but I, w- I had three opponents um, in that primary, so that'll consolidate Got to it. one opponent uh, that I'll have in November, but uh, we're not going to uh, sit on our hands. We're going to keep working hard, getting the word out, and do whatever I can to help, like, the average Californian that struggles. I, can I tell a short story? Uh, yes. You know, we passed out. We passed out some gift cards yesterday to launch this. I, I, I passed out um, twenty-five dollar uh, gas cards at Arco in Sacramento yesterday, and um, it was kind of fun. It's like being Santa Claus, right? And so I, I gave this gal a card for twenty-five bucks, and she said, "You don't realize how helpful this is." I've got uh, children. I'm struggling just to keep up with inflation. In fact, I haven't been able to pay for my registration renewal on my vehicle because I just don't have the money. And so now she's going to have to pay penalties on top of that. But, uh, you know, I, I think that's a fairly common story in the state of California. And it speaks to the fact as to why people are moving out of the state. Our, our population in California has shrunk for the last two years in a row. Right. And it was significant enough that we actually lost a congressional seat because congressional seats are based on population per state. And so, uh, you know, I don't want to move out of the state. I love California. I was born and raised here and my children are here, but you know, a lot of folks don't have a choice and I, I want to make sure I'm going to do everything I can to make sure they have the choice that they don't have to move out of California for economic reasons and i know this is a small step but it's one thing that's tangible that we can do and then we can move forward to the second challenge after that 
All right, Ted Gaines, uh, State Board of Equalization District 1. Uh, thanks for stopping by today uh, to visit with us, and uh, we'll, we'll watch with interest to see how this proposal uh, goes down the road. Thank you so much, Mike. I really appreciate it. Have a happy fourth. We're so, so blessed to have such an awesome country, and we have to make sure that we hang on to the foundation of this nation and what it represents in terms of our First Amendment rights. Second Amendment rights, uh, our entire Constitution. So, Amen God to that. You. Absolutely. Ted Gaines, again, thanks for joining us today. Uh, friends, we'll be back in three minutes on What's on Your Mind Friday, heading into the Independence Day weekend. Here on the Mike Douglas Show on Power Talk 1360 KFIV, we'll be back in three minutes. Yeah, welcome back to the Mike Douglas Show here on Power Talk 1360 KFIV, heading into the Independence Day weekend. And this is, of course, being Friday. It's What's on Your Mind Friday, our phone number 209-551-3483. As you know, Monday through Friday, we try to keep the calls focused upon the topics at hand uh, to keep things coordinated and strategic and focused. On Friday, we open it up. Topics maybe that you would have liked to have talked about this week, but we have covered. We'd uh, love to have your your call on that. Or if there's a topic we discussed and you did not get to weigh in on it, today's the day. <clears throat> Again, our phone number, 209-551-3483, 209-551-3483. Flight delays. I hope, are, are you flying anywhere this weekend? Oh, man, our prayers are with you, seriously. Uh, more than 3,000 flights uh, into, out of, inside of the U.S. have been delayed so far today, at least more than 3,000 flights. The number of cancellations, 300, and at least 10% of the flights on Delta and American Airlines have been delayed so far today. Unreal. Here's, a, according to Axios, Philadelphia International Airport this week saw roughly 180 delayed flights and 27 cancellations on one day alone. Richmond International Airport had 218 flights canceled in June. That's a cancellation rate of 5%. Uh, staffing shortages are creating chaos at uh, Sky Harbor Airport there in Phoenix. And apparently, members of Delta's pilot union are planning to picket outside airports across the country to try to pressure the company to, to uh, speed up contract negotiations. This industry's in a mess. It is really in a mess. And and where's the leadership? Where's the where are the politicians to come in and say, let's do what's best for Americans? I don't hear a lot of that. I hear a lot of sobbing and I hear a lot of knuckle cracking and knuckleheads, but I don't hear <laughs> of solutions being uh, being proposed here. This is just absolutely uh, incredible. I have a, a conference that I'm planning to uh, attend on the East Coast coming up in uh, in July. And I'm I, I called them and I I said, look, I'm I'm here on the other coast in California. W- what if I'm I'm anticipating that my flights uh, it, uh, there's a connection 
that I have to make. My uh, assumption at this point is one, either the first or the second leg of that flight is going to be delayed or canceled. If I can't get there, what are you planning? And they said, you know, we a lot of people are experiencing this. So fortunately, and I credit them with this, they're planning to uh, live stream it in the event that there are a lot of cancellations for those of us who are registered for the uh, conference. They'll at least live stream it. It won't be as good as being there. In fact, uh, there's uh, a guy named Kevin McCary uh, who has been on this show. And he's going to be a speaker there, and I, I would love to meet him in person. We've talked to him by phone, uh, but he is, uh, Kevin McGarry is just absolutely wonderful, I think. Tr- tremendous vision uh, for young black people and uh, educating them and providing them with the best opportunities to succeed in life. He's a tremendous encourager. Looking forward to meeting him, uh, but I may not be able to. So, uh so we'll see what happens uh, with that. And, and again, I've, my condolences if you're trying to fly this weekend. Unbelievable. That is, uh, that is just a, a mess at the airports. And I, 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 we cannot blame it on Vladimir Putin. Stop it. Stop Mr. President, stop all that. We, it's time to own your stuff. My grandpa, my dad taught me growing up, own your stuff. Mr. President, own your stuff. We'll talk about it more on What's On Your Mind Friday, 209-551-3483. Coming up in five minutes here on The Mike Douglas Show. The Mike Douglas Show. Now weekdays from 3 till 5 on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. Let's get social with Power Talk 1360 KFIV. And welcome back to the Mike Douglas Show. Mike Douglas with you, your concierge for conversation as we get things going on this What's On Your Mind Friday, heading into the Independence Day weekends. What are your plans? What are you going to do for fun this weekend? Are you are you planning to celebrate Independence Day? I uh, It's amazing to me to watch the media finding every interview, the mass media, finding almost every interview they can to uh, to demean the celebration of Independence Day in the United States of America. And uh, I'll I'll talk about that a little bit later with uh, some wonderful comments from Bob Woodson. Uh, from the Woodson Center. Bob Woodson, I tremendously uh, respect this man. He was uh, part of the civil rights movement um, in, uh, in the 50s and 60s, and he ha- he's a man who walks his talk, and we'll talk about him a little bit later. Uh, a couple, uh, couple of notes here as we get things going. Again, I'd love to know, are you going to celebrate Independence Day this weekend? If so, what, what do you do? What, what are you planning to do this weekend, given the state of things and the cost of things and the airlines and all of that. Our number 209-551-3483, 209-551-3483. Uh, thinking about, of course, immigration has been on everyone's mind and uh, obviously have a lot of people in Washington, D.C. who don't think that we need to have any controls at the border, that anyone who wants to come over is welcome to do that. Uh, But this caught my eye. 
about a mayor in a small town in Mexico. He is from the uh, small village of San Pedro Huamelula in the southern state of Oaxaca. His name is Mayor Victor Hugo Sosa. And you know what he did last night? He married an alligator. Mike, you've had too much coffee. Nope, 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 nope. He, there was a festive wedding ceremony held last night in, in the village there in the southern state of Oaxaca. And Mayor Victor Hugo Sosa married a small alligator. And the small alligator was wearing a white wedding dress. I kid you not. Would I would I tell you something that wasn't true? The wedding apparently was part of an ancient tradition dating back to pre-Hispanic times in Mexico where some indigenous cultures believe the alligator is a deity representing Mother Earth. So the mayor of that small Mexican town in southern Oaxaca married an alligator last night and they even put the alligator in a white wedding dress. That's as far as I'm going to pursue that one. I just, you know, this is why I think we need to have controls at uh, at the southern border and, and know who's coming over. All right, it is What's On Your Mind Friday, 209-551-3483. Let's find out what's on uh, your mind. Richard from Modesto, welcome to the show. Well, yeah, I took a cruise with some friends to uh, Alaska and Canada, and I drove, uh, I got back last week. I drove uh, to Sacramento Airport, and I dropped off, the, you know, my big bag. Got to Seattle, no bag. Me and about 20 other people were in line uh, waiting to find out what happened. They said, well, they didn't put my bag on the plane. So they said, uh, can you wait for it? They said, no, I, I missed the shuttle from seattle to the ship so i had to pay a taxi cab 60 bucks by myself and uh when we got to, a week later i got to juno on the ship and uh, <clears throat> i got my bag there delivered but it you know had all my spare clothes in it and then they billed me an extra 30 dollars for baggage handling no i'm disputing that and yeah and uh it was a it was a pretty good trip and all but uh you know, it it just uh, was kind of turned into an irritation, uh, not getting my bag, and then they're trying to bill me for special handling for my bag that they never put on the plane. <laughs> it was Alaska Airlines, so uh, thought I would throw that out there. Uh, that's the first time that's ever happened. It's very strange. It it is, and uh, I've I've flown Alaska from time to time, and it's always been a pretty good air, airline. That. Do do you think that's due to the staffing issues, just the general upheaval, or is it just plain old bad customer service? Probably staffing. I I saw uh, the the line to pick to to complain. You know the baggage line <laughs> where you had to stand in line took me an hour. There were twenty people in, oh, <laughs> all my. with baggage problems uh, in Seattle. Probably uh, staffing, and then uh, just. Uh, 
you're a bunch of robots, you know. Why would they charge me $30 for handling when they just didn't even put the bag on my plane? Uh, it's kind of, uh, you know, just um, it doesn't make a lot of sense what happened. But uh, it, there were a lot of people in line. I had to wait an hour to get up there up to the front. Well, well, but how was the rest of the trip? Did you uh, enjoy it? Yeah, it was good. Uh, the icebergs in the water off Alaska kind of had me worried. They were there was five <laughs> or six icebergs floating around there, and we were kind of dodging them. Uh, but uh, yeah, it was a good trip. Uh, but uh, I was surprised there were icebergs floating around up there. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, very impressive. Uh, I think Alaska, Richard, has some of the most unique scenery uh, anywhere else in the world it, it's really some of it is is awe-inspiring but you're right uh, you want to avoid those icebergs if at all possible all right well, that's all i've got it's just kind of comical you know <laughs> but uh it happened uh I've, i'm still i still haven't got a re- refund on my visa card for the the 30 bucks i'm oh, i'm my. working on it all right, Richard from Modesto. Ho- hope you get that refund. Thanks for calling in two zero nine five five one three four eight three. Richard, <laughs> Richard's story brings up a, a, a kind of a funny thing that uh, happened oh many many years ago, and this is when I was attending uh, conventions. I was uh, and still am part of uh, an international uh, entertainers uh, fraternity, so to speak. And uh, a, a comedian who uh, also was an illusionist was uh, the MC uh, for one of the shows we had one of the nights. And he, and he walks in and he says, I, I just arrived here on the airplane, just got checked into the hotel, and I'm walking here on the stage to MC. He said, I'm, I'm sorry I was a little bit late getting here, but that, that's, uh, that, that's the problem. He said, you know, interesting thing, when I checked my bag uh, to come here, and he was coming from England uh, to the United States. So uh, in, in, back in England, when he was leaving, I think it was Heathrow, he said, uh, I'm going to the United States. I want you to check my bag to Australia. They said, well, why in the world, if you're going to the United States, would you check your bag to Australia? He said, well, that's the that's the place you sent it last time when I went to the United States. I figure if I sent it to Australia, it would get to the United States. So I don't know how that uh, how that worked out, but uh, and it's frustrating. It is just uh, frustrating. And uh, I was going to ask Richard uh, if he had to wear a mask at all uh, during uh, during any of that. Uh, by the way, interesting, looking at uh, the reaction of the of the administration, Biden administration, to uh, the Supreme Court decisions this week regarding Roe v. Wade and, and Dobbs. Apparently, there's some pressure from Washington, D.C., from some progressives to pressure indigenous tribes to set up abortion clinics on tribal lands. Now, this is according to Axios. Apparently, uh, they are saying, nope, don't want to do it. In fact, uh, the tribes are being very forthright about that. Uh, Lauren von Schillefgaard is the director of the UCLA Law School's Tribal Legal Development Clinic and a member of Coquiti Pueblo. And she told Axios, we have an arc of historic oppression that's really 
undermined a tribal ability to respond. And so the idea that tribes have some magic bomb, B-A-L-M, it's just frustrating. So anyway, the, the upshot of it is that uh, the, the, the uh, tribal uh, indigenous American tribes are saying, nope, not going to set up abortion clinics on our land. Thank you very much. And apparently, and I'm not familiar with the, uh, of course, the devil's already uh, always in the details here. I'm not familiar with why, but apparently, even if tribes did want to set up private abortion clinics, the money could not come from federal MUNs because of Hyde Amendment restrictions. So there you go. The pressure for American Indians, indigenous folk to uh, have abortion clinics on their tribal lands, they're saying, no, thank you, not going to do it. All right, this is What's on Your Mind Friday. How about that mayor in Mexico marrying the alligator? It's a, it's a legit story. I thought it was a Babylon Bee thing there for a minute, uh, but, uh, but apparently not. And here, here's another interesting thing. The Toronto police on yesterday sent out a notification about a missing woman. You know, police departments, law enforcement agencies here do that a lot, especially if it's a a critical issue. They'll send out a a notice with a picture of the individual saying, be on the lookout for them. They're missing like information. So uh, this one said the Toronto Police Service requests the public's assistance in locating a missing woman. Isabella de Grasse, 27, last seen on Saturday at 3 a.m. They gave the location. She is described as 5'10", with a thin build, shaggy blonde hair, and a full goatee. Let me read that again. She is described as 5'10", with a thin build, shaggy blonde hair, and a full goatee. She was last seen wearing a black T-shirt and gray pants. Police are concerned for her safety. According to the now, uh, I'm looking at the news release. This is a guy. Now, I'm sure they're doing this politically correct, woke idiocy about pronouns. And this guy who does have kind of shaggy blonde hair and he's got a, a full beard and apparently is identifying as a woman. But here, here's the idiocy involved in all of this it, it, it this is it's become so ridiculous it's becoming dangerous if someone doesn't read that very carefully they're going to be looking for a woman they might see this guy but uh, well no it's a woman so that doesn't look like a woman this is just absolutely absurd and how do we stop that i think it needs to be stopped and the way to stop it is this is my opinion i refuse to to get into this personal pronoun stuff. If if someone else wants to have personal pro- pronouns, that's fine. You go ahead and have them. That's your business. I do not accept your personal pronouns as something I have to observe. And I will call you a she or a her if you are a she or a her if you are a female. Th- this is just... It's it's beyond the pale anymore. I'm sorry. And again, if somebody wants to uh, wants to pretend that they're the other sex, that's fine. That's that's up to them. 
but forcing the rest of us to participate in that delusion, not going to do it. I'm sorry. I, I believe in respecting people and giving them grace to a point. And what's that point, Mike? The point is that line in the sand where you step into falsity, when you step into untruths, when you say things that are not true. I will not do that. I'm not going to be belligerent about it, but I am going to be matter-of-fact about it. What about you? What's on your mind today? There is one thing on my mind. I feel so much better now having articulated it. Our phone number here, 209-551-3483 on What's on Your Mind Friday. Again, our phone number, 209-551-3483. Phones are open for you in three minutes as the Mike Douglas Show continues here on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. A pastor with passion, a minister with manners. Now, back to the Mike Douglas Show on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. And welcome back to the Mike Douglas Show again here on Power Talk 1360 KFIV on What's on Your Mind Friday our number 209-551-3483. Let's go to the phones and find out what's on the mind of Kevin from Modesto. Hi, Kevin. Welcome. Hey, Mike. Good to talk to you again. I totally agree with you on the uh, the, the pronouns. Uh, I I really, really have a difficult time with this. With this. I, I really do. And... Uh, I think the schools are doing a real disservice by uh, buying into this. And, and uh, I think, you know, gender roles are extremely important to the continuity of a society. And uh, clearly defined roles, uh, that's just fundamental to a society. And we've taken this political correctness stuff too far. It's just, it's gone it's just gone too far, and uh, it's all part of the same lie, you know, the same lie like telling uh, women that uh, the baby doesn't feel anything when you abort it, and that's just a blob, of, it's just a big blob, it's a, it's a mess, it, it doesn't amount to anything, uh, when we know darn well that's not true, and, you know, it's all part of the same lie, Uh this, the, the, what I call the feel-good lie. Tell, tell people what they want to hear to make them feel good. Uh, it's, not, it's not right. What is going to be the long-term effect of this right. after three or four generations of this? What, what is going to be the long-term effect of this? I, I don't know. Yeah, you know, I'm Kevin, yeah, yeah I, I, I hear you, and I... I, I, to, to reiterate, I don't want to be offensive to people. I really don't. But on the other hand, when we begin to cross into areas that uh, of untruth, so to speak, I think uh, we have a responsibility to stand firm on what we know to be true. And I, I think... Uh, Again, if, if someone wants to, they're a male and they want to dress as a female and be a female, fine, their business. But when it comes to my interaction with them, uh, these pronouns, well, for example, the other, the other night, I forget what show it was, Kevin, but somebody was e- being interviewed and the lady that was being interviewed, uh, her, one of her pronouns that she wanted to be called was goddess. 
well, I'm not going to call her goddess. <laughs> I'm just not going to do that. And, you know, so I, I don't you think we can do that in an inoffensive way and yet stand for what's true? Yeah. I, uh, it, and it may take yeah. some, some creativity, Kevin, but uh, uh, I, think we, uh, I think we have to do it. Uh, Kevin, thanks for the call. Good, uh, good thoughts there. Yeah. Appreciate that very much, Kevin. One of our good thinkers here on the Mike Douglas Show. Our number two zero nine five five one three four eight three. Also, like Kevin's comment about when we are when we are distributing, when we are popularizing, when we are agreeing with things that are not true, and and Kevin made this point. I think it's a good one. That effect can last for generations. We don't know what the ramifications of falsehoods are going to be after we're gone. I think as you look uh, throughout history, we see uh, how, how lies became very detrimental, not only to families, but to societies as well. And those lies have led to things like genocide. Uh, those lies have led to thing, led to wars. Those lies have dis- lies have destroyed families. And I so I think it's it's a responsible way for us to deal with in, in deal with it in terms of standing firm on what we know to be true. And not not to cut down the other person. I'll give them space. I'll give them grace. But as as with this person, this woman that was, and I don't know if it was a man or a woman pretending to be a woman or a man, I'm not sure. But anyway, she, he, whatever, uh, was saying that one of their pronouns, one of her, his pronouns was going to be goddess. Well, to me, and, and maybe this is too harsh a word, but I don't think so. The word narcissism comes to mind that the whole world revolves around her. It does not. It does not. We're here in a partnership in navigating this life together. And, and that being the case, there are times when we need to sacrifice a bit for each other and understand that the world does not revolve around us, that we're all part of the mix. And you are part of the mix, and we'll continue with... What's on your mind Friday coming up in five minutes here on the Mike Douglas show on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. We'll be back after news, weather and traffic. The show you love talking about the issues that are important to you. The Voice of the Valley. The Mike Douglas Show. Now every weekday from 3 till 5. On air and online. Power Talk 1360 KFIV. Here again is your host, Mike Douglas. And welcome back to the Mike Douglas Show as we head into the second hour. uh, Heading into the Independence Day weekend. Here on the Mike Douglas Show on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. It is What's on Your Mind Friday. 209-551-3483. That's our number here. 209-551-3483. And I'm a big believer in observing Independence Day. So we're going to kick off our second hour appropriately.
All right, and we're ready to go. It is Independence Day weekend, and uh, part of uh, my Independence Day weekend since I was knee-high to a grasshopper, which is about the time of Noah and the Ark, have been fireworks, safe and sane types, but fireworks have also always been part of our weekend here. And we have the privilege right now of checking in uh, with Johnny from Fireworks Unlimited there on Carpenter Road. Johnny, how are you doing in the heat? Doing good, Mike. Doing great out here. <laughs> All right, fantastic. Uh, give us uh, give us an idea of what uh, what do you have right now that you're seeing is most popular with the folks who are coming to you? Well, we have some great assort. We also have the 20 inch metal sparklers this year, which haven't been around our area for probably 20 years. Uh, we have a lot of novelties and some great prices on some assortments. So a lot of people are coming for our assortments. They're coming for the big selection of novelties. So that's what we're seeing. They're just staying at our booth a long time, looking over all of our inventory. You know, one of the one of the things I always looked for, and and maybe you're used to this from some of your customers. I'd I'd get kind of a generic uh, packet, you know, the package, but then. I always wanted a, a big finale, and, and I'd, I'd save a little budget for that, that big one, right? Uh, what do you have that will just knock them out of the park in terms of that, that final uh, display that will just send everybody off really happy? Well, we're selling out quickly of our grand finale sounds, but we do have some awesome ones left, like uh, Rivers of Colors, just a lot of big fountains, a happy fourth fountain. Uh, we have uh, still, we, our supply is going away, but we still have quite a bit. We have the show-off fountain, the packing heat, the electric rainbow, black cat bug zap. So we have a lot of brothers, a lot of black cats. We have a lot of inventory left, but we are selling out quickly of the 500 grand, grand finales. Oh, that's interesting. Now, you've, we've got Saturday and Sunday to go. It sounds like uh, your inventory is, is disappearing uh, pretty quickly. It sounds like business has been good. Yeah, we were packed out, but we had a couple awesome YouTubers come out here and review our stand. So we've been having people come from Sacramento, the Bay Area, wow. just all over, Ripon, Oakdale, just all over because of those guys. So I'm really thankful those guys came out to our booth and did a review. Uh, they're online, and um, yeah, we've been really selling out this year. It's been a really busy year, especially with all the inflation concerns. I mean, people are just out wanting to put that all behind them and have a good weekend. You know, that's interesting, and I, I was wondering about that this year, if the economy being the way it is, prices being the way they are, I was wondering if uh, people would be spending the kind of money that they would normally spend on fireworks, but it sounds like that they are. It absolutely is the case here. I really see them. They're just out wanting to buy fireworks, having a good time, planning for a weekend barbecue and being together with the family. So I'm not hearing much concerns about pricing, <laughs> at least not at our booth. Well, and now, Johnny, uh, again, what, what is the, the most popular piece that, that, that people are requesting? What, 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 do, what does everybody want to have? Everybody, uh, everybody really it is going to be, I really can't identify it individually. It's just the, the whole, the whole, the whole shebang here. It's the individuals, it's the grand finale and it's the assortment. So 
I really can't identify one in particular, but if they get a good assortment and some novelties, they'll have a nice show. Now, you mentioned uh, the 20-inch the sparklers. That That's kind of a new thing, isn't it? That is really new to me, especially I've been selling fireworks for over 20 years, and people have been coming to my booth for years saying, do you have those metal sparklers? Now we got them, so they're selling out quickly as well. And where are you located on Carpenter Road, Johnny? We're uh, Carpenter Road between Mays and Paradise at the Strawberry Booth right past California Avenue, 901 South Carpenter. Yeah, absolutely. Know that uh, know that area well. And how late are you open today? Today we'll be open till 9 p.m. Great. And it, it sounds like uh, the, the fireworks are going, uh, going fast. Uh, one of my favorites, Johnny, and I always, I don't, can't ever remember the name of it. I bet you guys hate it when I, someone like me walks up because I don't know the name of it. <laughs> I just know. I like those th- things that are on the little stand and, and when you light them off, uh, they they make a whistling, a really sharp whistling sound. You like those? You have those? Oh yeah, yeah, we have a lot. Those are like buy buy one get one free. We have a lot of them there. The whistly willies, whistly willies, whistly willies. Okay, and uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, that again, those are uh, my favorites. I don't know if I'll make it down to your location after the radio show here, but uh, I, that those those are my uh, those are my favorites. And uh, any any, I've always thought it was amusing looking at the names they apply to some of these fireworks. Any unusual names applied to these fireworks that you uh, see this year? And we're used to things like. Uh, the phantom whatever and that sort of thing. Any, any unusual names for fireworks this year? Unusual names. I really don't see nothing unusual. I would say the bug zapper. And if I say the word bug zapper, there's a lot of black cat fans out there that know exactly what I'm talking about. But that firework is awesome. And it's called the bug zapper. So I wouldn't say that unusual, but it is a, a cool name. Absolutely. And uh, now I don't know if they're still legal or not. I used to like those, uh, what do they call them? The snakes, those are like a little black disc and you light them and they, and they kind of become a snake. Did those get outlawed or something a while back? Um, I think those in particular did, but we have something similar to that called the pooping dog. And um, <laughs> called what? Very similar to the old snakes called the pooping dog. The pooping dog. Yeah, my dog's sitting right by me. His ears just started to perk up. Uh, Just lay low. (laughs) This is something different. Uh, So, (laughs) Johnny, uh, this is is just one of my favorite parts of uh, Independence Day weekend. And, uh, again, he's down there on Carpenter Road. Johnny from Fireworks Unlimited. Thank you so much for visiting with us, Johnny. Uh, Good luck to you, and uh, we hope you continue to have great sales. Thank you. Thank you very much for calling. Happy Independence Day to everyone. You too, sir. Uh, Johnny, thank you so much. Johnny from Fireworks Unlimited. Thanks for your time there. Uh, I have probably spent way more money than I should have on fireworks over the years. Now, my wife and I, we are empty nesters now, so it's a little bit, a uh, little bit different. But when, uh, e- even when our kids were late teens, uh, still in high school and such. 
uh, we, we just enjoyed going out there on the cement. And uh, my daughter was always worried that something would catch on fire. And so we had her man or woman, the, uh, the hose. And so she, she had the hose that was charged ready just in case one of those safe and sane fireworks got insane, never had a problem, but, uh, just, uh, you know, and, and where, uh, where we were 27 years ago, when we first came here down at the end of the, uh, cul-de-sac where we were, they, uh, they did a cool neighborhood thing where everybody brought their own fireworks and they came to the end of the cul-de-sac and a couple of his dads, they, uh, set up, uh, sawhorses and ladders and that sort of thing. And everybody in the neighborhood would bring their own fireworks and we, we'd set them all off. It was so much fun. And not, not only just in, enjoying the sights and the smells, and, and I, I love the smell of burning fireworks. I just love that. Anyway, but it, not only was it fun to see the fireworks, to, to hear the, the, feel the uh, percussion, to smell the aroma, but also it lent towards a community. And, you know, we're, we're so much into working so hard and closing our garage doors and not being able to connect with each other. This, this is a great opportunity, I think, for folks uh, in a neighborhood to just get together, especially if there are kids in the neighborhood, and just have some good fun. And, in fact, uh, many, many years ago, we used to have, uh, because a lot of us in this area, had uh, John Deere rider mowers or other type of mowers, uh, four-wheel ATVs, that sort of thing. And uh, we used to have uh, rider mower races. Now, my rider mower was a lot younger at that time, and it could go a little bit faster than it does now. And that, that was hilarious to watch and, and parades with our little farm equipment as well. Uh, good times. Those are great memories that uh, I, I hope our kids will remember and treasure. So what are you doing this weekend that's fun? What traditions do you have? It's What's on Your Mind Friday here at 209-551-3483. We'll open the phones again in uh, three minutes here on the Mike Douglas Show. 209-551-3483 as the Mike Douglas Show continues in three minutes here on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. He's got issues. Let's talk about it. The Mike Douglas Show on air and online. Power Talk 1360 KFIV. And welcome back to the Mike Douglas Show here on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. Mike Douglas with you, your concierge for conversation as we head into this Independence Day weekend. What are, what are some of your fond memories of Independence Day weekends. Our number here, 209-551-3483. I shouldn't say weekends. Sometimes Independence Day falls in the mid- middle of the week, doesn't it? Any uh, any great memories or traditions that you'd like to share with us? We'd love to hear from you. 209-551-3483. Thinking back uh, to my youth, again, growing up in uh, Southern California, the, the big thing for us, especially uh, having grown up in Pasadena, California, was the Pasadena Fire Department put on and, and sponsored a tremendous fireworks show at the Rose Bowl every uh, July 4th. And uh, they used to have the circus. The circus would come to town and the circus would uh, take over the field at the Rose Bowl 
and you'd get to watch the circus, and then after the circus, they fireworks were just absolutely spectacular. And if you're familiar with the Rose Bowl, just any time you're at the Rose Bowl, the, the history, the, there's just the ambiance of the history of that great place there in the Arroyo Seco of California, just absolutely uh, stunning. And, of course, the the fireworks exploding over the bowl, just absolutely uh, fantastic. So those are my uh, my early uh, memories. And then later on, as uh, my wife and I were uh, putting on conventions in different parts of the country, for uh, uh, an organization dedicated to uh, illusionists and entertainers. Uh, We would be at various locations uh, across the nation. And some of my great memories of of July 4th on the road, Independence Day on the road, of course, New York City, uh, New York, uh, Macy's, of course, spends a lot of big bucks on fireworks. That that is absolutely awe-inspiring. Uh, one of the fun ones, though, that that uh, we did over the years was uh, spend uh, Independence Day uh, evening at the St. Louis Arch. That was fantastic. And uh, the precursor to that, and never forget this, last time we were there, the precursor to that was that the Harrier aircraft came by. You know, that's, uh, that's the aircraft that can uh, go horizontal or vertical. And had never seen that in action before. That was absolutely, uh, absolutely awe-inspiring. But I think probably my greatest memories, and I, I've had the privilege to do that several times over my life, was to uh, be in Boston during Independence Day. And the Boston Pops Orchestra, absolutely incredible. And, of course, you waited for that moment when they began the 1812 Overture. And as you know, if you have watched this on, I think, PBS has carried it over the years, Boston Pops Orchestra, at the point when the 1812 Overture begins, they get to the point where it comes to a crescendo, and they fire off the cannons over the Charles River. That, there's nothing, absolutely nothing like being there and near those cannons right by the Charles River to get you in the mood for being patriotic. Absolutely amazing. Now, the the downside of that was, one year, our daughter was only two years old, as I recall. And we were there, we had a blanket spread out uh, near the Charles uh, River, and uh, we were there with a whole bunch of other people. I mean, you got to get there early because a lot of people flock to this. And so we were there enjoying the music of the Boston Pops Orchestra and all the patriotic music and such. And then uh, it came to the uh, 1812 Overture. Our two-year-old daughter was not enamored of the cannons going off. Did not like that. And then... When the big boom, I I would assume because you'd always assume things sometimes about your children that they will like what you like. The fireworks started to explode overhead and I was clapping and yelling and cheering and our two-year-old daughter was doing a meltdown. Absolute 
meltdown. And my friends, it was years and years before she would go to a fireworks show. So apparently we had unintentionally traumatized her with uh, the Boston Pops Orchestra and the cannons being fired over the Charles River and the fireworks uh, as well. So I, th- those are some of my memories, and again, we'd love to hear uh, some of yours as well uh, of Independence Day over the years. Our number here, 209-551-3483, 209-551-3483. And how about the, the Nathan's Annual Hot Dog Eating Contest? Do you watch that? I, it, it grosses me out. I don't know about you. But there, apparently today is weigh-in day. I didn't know they had to weigh in. Well, uh, do they weigh afterwards to compare? I guess to make sure there was no sleight of hand to make sure that the hot dogs actually went in them. I don't know, but apparently 16 men and 12 women are going to compete for the mustard belt on uh, July 4th outside Nathan's and Coney Island. And uh, the, the big champion is Joey Jaws Chestnut. On the women's side, it's Mickey Sudo, and she didn't com- didn't compete last year because she was pregnant. That was uh, probably uh, very wise. But uh, Jaws Chestnut, he is the world record holder, eating seventy six hot dogs in ten minutes. Now, I like hot dogs, and I probably they're not the healthiest thing, but I'm. You know, an American male love hot dogs. And so I splurge on July 4th and one or two holidays during the year, and I'll, I'll have a hot dog. And, you know, over 10 minutes, I might have one, possibly two, but just enjoy one. I can't. Can you imagine downing 76 hot dogs with buns in 10 minutes? That's amazing. And and the female, the female is equally as amazing. 48 and a half hot dogs. Un, I, I can't, isn't that, it makes me almost sick to my stomach to, uh, to think about it. By the way, if you want to watch that uh, escapade, ESPN is going to air it on Independence Day, July 4th, starting at 10.45 a.m., the the great Nathan's Annual Hot Dog Eating Contest. I don't know how they do it. It it can't be good for you, can it? Those of you who are medical people out there, that that can't. That can't be good. Uh, but it it is entertaining anyway. But I will be I will be barbecuing uh, hamburgers and hot dogs. Uh, come Monday here. What are you going to be doing? 209-551-3483. Mike Douglas Show continues in five minutes here on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. The Mike Douglas Show. Now weekdays from 3 till 5 on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. With a big news today, here's more of the Mike Douglas Show. Now weekdays from 3 till 5 on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. And welcome back to the Mike Douglas Show here on Friday. It is the Friday heading into the Independence Day weekend. Get a long weekend. Are you looking forward to that? I am. 
I, uh, of course, I still have ministry things to accomplish on Saturday and Sunday, but uh, we we are going to take a, a, a break to observe Independence Day here on the Mike Douglas Show on Monday. We'll have a best of on Monday, uh, but we'll be back here on Tuesday live for you here on the Mike Douglas Show on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. Again, uh, wondering what you're going to be doing this weekend. How do you celebrate Independence Day? And what traditions, what great memories do you have of past Independence Days? It's What's on Your Mind Friday. The phones are open at 209-551-3483. We like to watch some of these on on tele of course watching it on television doesn't doesn't match up to being there for these fireworks shows but you can't always be in Boston or you can't always be in New York can't always be uh in St. Louis wherever it might be Pasadena no it, it, but there are a lot of good local uh local shows uh for us around here in the Central Valley as well but I, I was uh, amazed when I first saw it, and it, it took me a moment to realize uh, while I was watching these uh, this display on television, and it was probably two or three years ago, uh, that, wow, those, those fireworks are, are behaving very, very much in a coordinated manner. Well, they weren't fireworks, they were drones. Have you seen that? That's that's the the new deal. That's the high tech alternative to fireworks, and they they say it's particularly popular here out in the West where we're having a a drought and where sparks can cause catastrophic wildfires. And and please, my friends, let me put on my my former uh, deputy fire chief and assistant fire chief hat here and say please, 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 don't shoot off illegal fireworks the the devastation is just absolutely too much to bear for folks if that lands on a roof or it lands in a in a yard where the weeds catch fire and such please just uh just just avoid that uh all right enough of that but so coming back to to watching the alternatives to fireworks these drones are absolutely amazing have you seen those uh, and, and apparently it's big in India and, and China, of course, built as the birthplace of, of fireworks. Uh, actually, India and China, I hear, are cracking down on fireworks, believe it or not. So a handful of companies, apparently, are operating these drones that fly in formation, and they're becoming so popular now, they, they've been booked for months, that uh, a lot of uh, a lot of people, a lot of municipalities, a lot of uh, uh, governmental agencies and community groups that that want these drones can't get them because they're so popular. Uh, however, as we heard uh, earlier uh, from our friend at the fireworks booth booth down there on on Carpenter Road, the drones I don't think are are a serious threat, and I am so happy to hear. So happy to hear from Johnny from Fireworks Unlimited that sales are good. Sales are good down there. I'm very happy to hear that. I was wondering about it. So I don't think the drones are going to be a serious threat uh, to uh, to fireworks. Uh, but, you know, the, there's that multi-sensory experience, the 
the explosion, the concussion of that, the sound, you feel it, the, uh, the smoke in the air. It, it, there, there's a, a sensory thing there that's just very exciting. And drones, not, they're, they're pretty, right? They're, they're, they're nice. They form flags and designs. It's pretty impressive. But they're just not a substitute for a real, real aerial firework, uh, do you think? Uh, so anyway, uh, but, and they're more expensive, believe it or not. Drones, if uh, I guess the average price for uh, a show involving drones, you can spend about, you start at $25,000. Whereas uh, for a small size town, for a small fireworks show, you, you can start it at about $2,000. So uh, the drones are a lot more expensive uh, in order to do, uh, in order to do that. But I, I don't know. I'm, I'm still a big fan of the aerial fireworks and, and look forward to that. Uh, on our weekend here, again, I, we are empty nesters at this point. So, uh, we're going to break out the barbecue and we have some, uh, specialized hot dogs and hamburgers that I'm going to uh, put on the grill. And my wife and I are just going to enjoy a, uh, time together and uh, I what I'll do the rest of the day, I am not going to do any studying. I am not going to do any writing. I'm going to do what I like to do to relax, and that is read for fun. Do you read for fun? It is rare that I get to read for fun anymore. And there, there are offers, uh, authors like John Grisham, David Baljachi, uh, many, many others that I just uh, uh, really enjoy and don't get to read for fun a lot. So I'm going to spend a lot of time on, on Monday just uh, reading for fun, uh, enjoying going outdoors, enjoying the heat of the barbecue, and that's all part of the experience. And I'm, I'm a fair barbecuer. I'm, I'm not the best by any means, but I, I do a pretty fair barbecue. And um, my wife uh, hasn't gotten sick yet, so that's a, that's a pretty good sign. So we'll uh, we'll enjoy that. A milestone that happened this week. Did you did you uh, notice that? Did you celebrate that? Did you even notice it? Do you know that 15 years ago, what two days ago on the on the 29th of June, the first iPhone went on sale in 2007. Do you remember back then? Now, it wasn't the first smartphone, was it? I, I believe the BlackBerry had already been out. Uh, Samsung, Android, not sure. I'm pretty, uh, I, I think so. But the iPhone wasn't by any means the first, but it was the first to be so impressive, I think, and multifunctional. I don't remember, uh, I, I, I don't know about you, but I'm, I'm going back. I remember when I first heard about the iPhone. It was on a, a commercial, and I thought, why in the world would you want that? Why in the world? And I had gone to the Apple store in Modesto there at the mall, and I was, what was I doing? Buying a cable? I think I needed a special cable or something for a computer. Walked in there and, and got the cable, and uh, the guy says, and are you coming back for your iPhone? I go, no. He said, well, why not? I said, well, I don't, why would I need an iPhone? Now, it's like if I leave the iPhone at home, I get nervous a couple blocks away. I'm frantically searching around, where's the iPhone? And, and I've 
isn't that sad? And I'm not not. I love the iPhone. I, I and and I, I was thinking at the time. They said, "Well, you can get your email on the iPhone." I said, "Why would I want to get email on my phone? The phone is for making calls." No, no, you can you can get email. I, I don't want to get email on a phone. I have that on a computer, and of course. Now I'm checking email all the time on my phone. It, it, we, the computers are taking over, my friends. They they are, and that that is scary in in some ways. And I, have you heard about the? And by the way, do you, do you have an iPhone? Do you have a smartphone? Do you ever intentionally leave it at home, just so you know you can do it? Remember back when there weren't any iPhones, when there weren't anything called mobile phones? I remember the first phones in cars. That was a big deal. That was for rich folk. And you had to call the mobile operator, and the mobile operator would make the call for you. Remember that? And uh, slowly, of course, with the advent of uh, cellular technology, that uh, that became very passe. But uh, I, I remember... Even before phone machines, now I'm dating myself. Remember before phone machines, you had to answer the phone. You didn't know who was calling. Of course, we had, there were, did you use secret codes back then? If it's a two ringer, uh, that meant it was dad or, or mom or, or one of the parents, right? Two ring, three rings meant something else. So there was a code in terms of the rings. And uh, in fact, I had a friend. Uh, a mentor, a high school uh, teacher of mine who mentored me later on in, in the entertainment business as well. And if I was going to call him, I'm not going to get through unless I let the phone ring twice and then I hung it up. You ever do that with anybody or am I just weird? Am I the only one that did that? Anyway, so the advent of, of the iPhone. And uh, so I, I got one a lot later than a lot of other people did. And, of course, then it becomes part of you. I'm not sure that's a good thing. Do you? I'm, I'm not sure. I, I think that we need to take the opportunities to put away the iPhone, to say to ourselves, I'm not going to worry about who may be trying to call me in an emergency how many of those do we really get? Uh, I think it's good sometimes to just put the phone away, turn it off, and 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 see if we can if our blood pressure doesn't rise. Remember the day before that. Think about where we're headed. Stanley Kubrick was thinking about where we're headed back in 1968. Open the pod bay doors, Hal. I'm sorry, Dave. I'm afraid I can't do that. What's the problem? I think you know what the problem is just as well as I do. What are you talking about, Hal? This mission is too important for me to allow you to jeopardize it. I don't know what you're talking about, Hal. I know that you and Frank were planning to disconnect me. And I'm afraid that's something I cannot allow to happen. Now, watching that back in 1968 was one thing. 2001, A Space Odyssey. I'm listening to that now, and I'm thinking, hmm, 
Have you seen? Have you read about these new issues? The guy at Google calling Google out because he felt that this um, this machine that he was working on called LAMDA Lambda, he felt it was becoming sentient. Do you think that's possible? We'll talk about it. 209-551-3483. I hope Hal 9000 wasn't listening. 209-551-3483. Are you worried about the computers taking over? We'll talk about it in five minutes here on the Mike Douglas Show on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. On air and online, take the Mike Douglas Show with you with the iHeartRadio app. Search 1360 KFIV. And welcome back to the Mike Douglas Show here on Power Talk 1360 KFIV as we head into the Independence Day weekend. We were reminiscing uh, a little bit. Let's do a little more reminiscing. It's uh, 4th of July. Let's go to another fireworks stand. It's the Joe Dirt fireworks stand. So you're going to tell me that you don't have no black cats, no Roman candles or screaming memes? No. Oh, come on, man. You don't got no lady fingers, buzz buttles, snicker bombs, church burners, finger blasters, gut busters, zippity doodads, or crap flappers? No, I don't. You're going to stand there owning a fireworks stand and tell me you don't have no whistling bungholes, no spleen splitters, whisker biscuits, honky lighters, hoosker doos, hoosker don'ts, cherry bombs, nips of dazers, with or without the scooter stick, or one single whistling kitty chaser? No. Because snakes and sparklers are the only ones I like. <laughs> snakes and sparklers are the only ones I like. I love it. I love those little uh, snakes. Uh, according to our uh, our authority, though, uh, Johnny, uh, he, they've they've they the the original snakes. Uh, I I think, you know, the EPA, the EPA always, you know what what. They're they're always messing with us. They're 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 always party poopers, right? They they outlawed that. I don't know why is some environmental threat. The little snaky things. Remember those little black discs? You lit them on uh, with with your 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 uh, lighter or or your match, and and they kind of started to rise up, and and it was kind of cool. I loved those. Yeah, you know, the it wasn't the EPA as I remember, didn't they? Uh, didn't they do away with that? Yeah, just uh, anyway, uh, and and sparklers. That's like uh, you got to have sparklers, don't you? Does anyone not? If you do fireworks on Independence Day, do you? Anyone not do fire sparklers? Does anyone not like sparklers? I mean, that's you got to have sparklers. I've got sparklers from probably. I don't know, 20 years ago that we haven't even used up yet. I'll, uh, I'll be happy to loan you some if, if you need them. Uh, oh, yeah, producer Mike, he likes the rose blossom. I like those, too. The, the, you know, they spin around. Uh, those, are, those are really fun. I wish they would last uh, a little bit uh, longer. Anyway, what, what do you like? Do you have a recommendation? I haven't bought any yet. I have not bought mine yet. Do you have a recommendation for me? What do you think I should get? Tell me what you like. What do you think I should buy? 209-551-3483. 209-551-3483. I already got the sparklers. 
Don't need to do that. I don't spend, want to spend a lot of money. Piccolo Pete. Yeah. Yeah, like those. See, I, the problem with me is I don't always remember the names of those things. And I, I'm probably the guide, and you go up to the fireworks stand, and, and you say, man, would you just get out of the way? And so what I try to do, because I'm always worried about ticking people off, I uh, I go and, and I ask for the brochure, and then I go over the brochure, and I, I circle things. And then I come back and, and tell them what I want, because I, I can't remember from year to year you know, what What was the big thing at the end? Now, I want to sound a little more intelligent than that. Flaming Fountain. Yeah, ab, ab, absolutely. So thinking about uh, computers and, and such, uh, by the way, I don't, do you have, you don't have computer-controlled fireworks, do you? No, I didn't think so. Uh, that, that would be cool, though, wouldn't it? Just like the pros to, I, there's probably some of you out there who are who are really technologically advanced who can trigger your fireworks with a computer. I'm sure there's one or two of you out there in our listening audience that uh, that can uh, that can do that. But speaking of computers, uh, the story about this chatbot company called Replica with a K Replica and apparently they will you you can get from them avatars that will talk and listen to you. And apparently they're getting feedback from the people who own them saying, we think they're alive. We think they're alive. They, they get calls all the time. They, uh, the, the, in fact, the chief executive uh, officer there, Eugenia Coita, says, we're not talking about crazy people or people who are hallucinating or having delusions. No, 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 not not people that have got too close to the fireworks and, uh, you know, their, their, their brains went on vacation. No, they're, they're worried uh, that they're actually saying uh, people are building relationships with these chat box technology things. Now, around here, I, I'm all about having a dumb home. We, we have a dumb home here. We don't have a smart home. Uh, we don't have an Alexa. I don't want any computer listening to me. Don't want that a bit. And so I am very fine with opening my own windows, opening my own doors, uh, adjusting my own uh, thermostats. Uh, I am very, very high, uh, very, very happy to do that. I don't need Alexa, Google Assistant, Siri. Uh, in fact, I've turned Siri off on my iPhone. Don't want to know. So, uh, so anyway, I, I don't think these computers are yet sentient, uh, that they have a conscience, but who knows? Just remember HAL 9000 from 1968. Talking about your, your experiences in, uh, in Independence Days, our number here, 209-551-3483. Let's go to Barry, uh, Barry in Modesto. What are your memories about Independence Day? Hey, Mike. I, uh, I've got two. Um, one Independence and then one a creepy thing that will happen on my phone, which I'll start with first. I was booking an appointment with my doctor here about a month ago for about three months away set up the date and the time with a specific doctor and I said goodbye and when I pulled up my phone I 
uh, opened up the calendar, it was already on my calendar. Oh, that's scary. I was flabbergasted. I couldn't believe it. The name of the doctor, the time, and then it even had location of the office. It was, it was creepy. Um, bugged me a little bit. Um, then uh, favorite 4th of July, we were in Williamsburg, mm-hmm. which is – phenomenal place to go yes. the whole day is fourth of july you have thomas jefferson speaking you have patrick henry speaking uh, you have all the things that are going on in the middle of the day at lunch they have a parade of the colonies so each colony comes out with its flag and the uh colonial williamsburg fife and drum band plays people sign their kids up when they're born in order to have an opportunity to get them to join the Colonial Williamsburg yes, Fife absolutely. and Drum Band. Fantastic. Barry, we've hit uh, hit the clock here. I've got to run. Thanks so much That's for okay. sharing your memory. Have a wonderful Independence Day. Mike Douglas here. I'll see you back on Tuesday here on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.